I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of January 24th to January 30th. <laughs> I got this. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. How you doing, Wall Street? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, bros? All right. We have a new category in honor of this week's events. Game of stonks. We have a lot to cover. GameStop stock frenzy causes chaos on Wall Street. They're stonks, Maggie. Stonks. <laughs> stonks. I'm not cool enough to use that phrase, guys. Get on the internet, Maggie. I just feel like a total poser if I tried. <laughs> stonks. 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 All right, we've got a lot to cover, and it's going to be a wild ride. So if you haven't been following the news cycle, this might all come as a surprise to you, but a merry band of rogue, self-proclaimed autists, degenerates, and retards took the world by storm when they basically staged a capital riot against the Wall Street boys. And the hedge funds. What, what, what? There was a showdown this week between a subreddit, Wall Street Bets, which is, if you don't even know what a subreddit is, get on the freaking internet and school yourself. But it's basically a category within the webpage Reddit. <laughs> I'm trying to explain I'm trying to explain this to my grandma. R slash as the kids call it. As the kids call it R slash. And maybe they don't even call it that anymore now that an old on YouTube is calling it R slash. Essentially, we had a David versus Goliath kind of situation happening between Reddit and retail investors versus Wall Street and hedge funds. The battle of Main Street versus Wall Street, and it was fought over stocks like AMC and GameStop. For those of you who don't understand what's going on beyond what I just mentioned, there's plenty of resources on the internet and articles that are actually news sites not like ours that will explain this in great length and detail. But the short story, no pun intended, is that a bunch of hedge funds decided to short GameStop. If you don't know what shorting a stock means, I get ya. It doesn't make any sense. It's counterintuitive. I'm not exactly sure how it's legal, but it basically means that you're betting on a stock will fail. You're borrowing a share that's not yours. You're selling it at market price, and then you're giving it back, hoping that in between you selling it at market price and you having to return that share that you borrowed, the stock drops, and then you buy it at a lesser price, and you pocket the difference. It's complicated. And like I said, it's counterintuitive because most people are like, you buy stocks, they go up, they go down. The thing about short stocks or shorting a stock or short selling is that it's infinite loss. So if suddenly you borrow the stock at $10, you go take it to the market, you're banking on it, dropping so that you can make that sweet, sweet 10 difference. Then people start buying the stock, the price starts going up, now you've got to return that share that you borrowed no matter what. If suddenly the price starts going up, you are going to have to pay for it, which is exactly what happened with GameStop. So a bunch of crafty little autists on Reddit 
God bless these little artards. They are the heroes that we need in 2021. Realize that GameStop was heavily shorted over 100%, which is very rare. So they decided to band together and start buying the stock, leaving all of these hedge funds completely because they're driving the price up. The hedge funds are going to have to pay. The difference, whatever that difference is, they end, it ended up costing some of these hedge funds billions of dollars. In fact, one, Melvin, went bankrupt and needed to get floated loans from other hedge funds to just stay afloat. So it caused chaos on Wall Street. These self-described retards are doing God's work. They're kind of like the bad news bears of the internet, and their hero is deep value. So deep fucking value is kind of the mastermind behind this who noticed this about GameStop, put the word out there, and it just started this movement over really the course of a year. And their motto is we can remain retarded longer than they can remain solvent. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Which is amazing. It's amazing. That was blunt underscore person's quote. Basically, these subredditors figured out how to play the game and beat the Wall Street people at their own game. Everything they're doing is legal. It's all playing by their rules. And they just found a loophole and decided to stick it to the man. And God bless them. But what happened was this thing where they actually were like, hey, we can make some money on this. They could make money on this. Became a movement. And suddenly, everybody got behind it. Just random people. I mean, I knew that it had completely gone mainstream when Sam was sending me Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> memes. Yeah, no, not memes. Links. 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 It was like a, her Get referral code. <laughs> Sam is my, she's my Instagram girl. I'm like, your what is she? Test. <laughs> yeah. You're, once it reaches Sam, I'm like, holy sh. She's the basic bitch to list litmus test. Yeah. She's at my, <laughs> my basic bitch. my Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> The reason I think this movement started, they all got kind of got behind this and then it started becoming something bigger because a lot of this goes back to the 2008-2009 bailouts. One of the, the Wall Street bets wrote a letter and said that this goes back to his rage at the banks and the bailout and he had a long story about how Families and entire people got screwed. They lost their houses on the mortgage-backed securities. They lost their livelihoods. And the banks got bailed out. The hedge funds got bailed out. And people were completely screwed. And not only that, they were like, oh, it's your responsibility. You shouldn't have borrowed a house if you didn't know you could pay for it, even though they were given these loans. So this is what started the Occupy Wall Street movement. If you don't know what that is, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez made me feel super old by explaining it to the children on Twitch recently. There were these huge, really inspiring um, protests that happened um, about 10 years ago. This rhetoric around the 99% and the 1% in our economy that get all of the gains. Uh, That rhetoric actually comes directly from the Occupy Wall Street protests. The seeds of this movement go back to 2008. A lot of these people who are on the subreddit were kids and now they're grown up and they're mad. They're rightfully mad. I give millennials and Zoomers a lot of for being entitled and whiny, but here's the truth. They put up with a ridiculous amount of gaslighting from the boomers When it comes to the largest instance of intergenerational theft that's probably ever occurred in like the history of moving wealth from one generation to another. This also goes back 
to the Fed, who we could probably blame for all of this problem. Because when the Fed bails out banks for $4 trillion and we float the bill, the taxpayers, it's called banking. And when a bunch of savvy little rascals online play the game and beat them at it, they call it market manipulation, which brings us to what happened with Robinhood and other retail investors. So Robinhood is what we would call a retail investor. That means instead of being with one of these hedge funds, Robinhood opened it up so that the average person like you or me can open a Robinhood account and become a couch surfing day trader. And a lot of people got into investing this way. It just made trading easy. After this all went mainstream, this is when Sam was sending me the referrals Wednesday night. I was like, this has been really fun today on Wednesday. And it's been, it felt inspiring. You know, there was something like, yeah, "Yeah, stick it to the man. man." (laughs) There's so much rage. And, And I've been saying this all summer, all for a year now, that this whole race war is really just a mask for the class war, which is underneath all of it. They will happily have us fighting amongst ourselves over race while they, the people who are in banking and making all these rules and owning everything. And as George Carlin just, brilliantly put in his very famous stand-up routine. And they don't care about us. They use us as pawns. And if we've learned anything from 2020 and the pandemic and the lockdowns, it's that we are just pawns. No one is coming. Anyway, Robin Hood decided in the morning that they would restrict people from buying GameStop and other volatile stocks that were being traded. Meme stonks, as we call them online, the cool kids. (laughs) You Redditors. (laughs) I'm not a Redditor. Now I'm like a grandma on Reddit. There have been really great quotes by people much smarter than me about this stuff. Charles Payne said, The stock market is not in turmoil. Billionaire hedge funds are in turmoil. Two different things. It's a shame regulators, brokerage firms, and media continue to provide cover for folks that go to work on helicopters from the Hamptons and say it's for folks that take the subway. That is the heart of this. Mm -hmm. So these little bitches who couldn't handle losing their game that they set up basically turned over the table and were like, we're not going to play anymore. And somehow Robin Hood did their bidding, which they came out and said it was because they had to cover their liquidity, which is complicated and I won't bore you with it. And that could be true. I don't doubt that there is a reasonable explanation, although it doesn't explain why other retail investor sites did the same. But I'm sure there are other forces much bigger than us because we are the low little men on this totem pole that are at work that we might never know about, although now Congress is probably going to investigate. So all hell breaks loose on Thursday. It's bananas. (laughs) People are trying to trade. They can't. When Sam sent me the link, I just put some money in in solidarity. A lot of people did that. I know that someone's going to be left holding the bag. It's probably people at the very end of this trend, which is you and me. There are people who are hoping to make a buck. You probably won't. This is like, think of it as going to Vegas. And if you can lose some money in solidarity for this, great. But you're probably not going to make that those millions of dollars that you're thinking you might make. Just a warning to you folks. So I put some money in for solidarity and then woke up, lo and behold, and all of my um, orders had been canceled by Robin Hood. It was shady as 
That's the other crazy thing, the Stockholm Syndrome and normalcy bias. And this is what they're saying over Black Lives Matter and why I understood what Chappelle was saying. This is the streets talking. Again, this is another instance. If the system has always worked for you, you went to an Ivy League school, now you're in the media, now you're a pundit, you do journalism for the markets. You have no reason to think that this system might be trying to screw you. Why would you? It's your factory settings. But for most of us, <laughs> we realize that we're $400 away from being broke at all given moments. And every month is a hustle of figuring out how to do it. And just when you start getting ahead, oh, there's some fucking bill that comes along that puts you back. So it's a system designed to keep you behind constantly. And that rage is real in America with health insurance, failing education, almost everyone's in college debt. There are so many systemic problems that are underneath this class war and the divide has never been larger between the rich and the poor in this country. Do some reading on history and see how that usually turns out. So all hell breaks loose. Then everybody starts jumping in. Elon Musk jumps in because he traditionally hates short selling because the hedge funds have shorted his stock in an attempt to bring down the value. And he jumps in and starts giving support to these little rascals. AOC jumps in. Ted Cruz jumps in. Mark Cuban says something about it. So suddenly it has really gone mainstream. Now they're having to explain in the Wall Street Journal and Barron's what stonks and tendies. I mean, the articles (laughs) themselves, diamond hands are to all of their readers. And I could not stop laughing and smiling with glee at these... Ivy League people, you can almost see their Ivy League education sweating out of their bodies <laughs> as they had to report on this shit. It is so chef's kiss. It's just amazing. Just having to even say, you know, like, deep fucking value. We're living in a simulation. We 100% have to be at this point. It has been a dumpster fire and I am here for it and I am here for these kids making their attendees. They deserve this shit more than anyone I know. And you know what's even crazier is that they put a little thread out there and said, what would you do with the wealth if you had wealth? What do you want to do with any money you make off this? And every single answer, almost every single one, is something for somebody else paying off college debt, buying their parents their house, making someone's life easier, putting, setting up their kids. Almost 99% of these responses are people who are like, I don't really even need to be rich. I just want to be okay. I just want to help the people I love. A lot of people are like, oh, these kids, these kids are not kids. They're young adults. They're just trying to make a quick buck and it's a Ponzi scheme. Stop projecting your greed onto all of these people who are just in it for the lulls. A lot of it is just hilarious. My friend Cassie Dillon, I think, had the best analysis. And she said, here's the simple fact. This started on the Internet and the Internet will keep anything going that's funny. And as long as this is funny, it will keep going. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great, great point. And it's so true. Every day she's like, it's still funny. (laughs) It's just fantastic to me that they were like, hey, you know, you can make a lot of money out of this $600 if you invest it right. When they gave us our $600 pennies. For nine months. We were given $600 for nine 
months. Why on earth would people be enraged and cheering for these little rascals online taking down Wall Street? I don't know, because everybody's been locked down. When are they going to realize that people have nothing to do but overthrow their government at this point? (laughs) It's also great because it's exposed the lie that these are free markets. Everyone's always told, like, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, kids. Invest that $600. Well, they did. And the minute they do, they're like, no, not like that. (laughs) There were lots of memes going around. Like, oh, you're sad? You're sad because you're losing your game? Here's $600. Good luck. (laughs) Maybe you can live off this for nine months. Uh. And it exposes that lie that, okay, here are the free markets, and the minute they engage, play the game, play by the rules that they themselves set, they instantly are trying to throttle them, stop everybody from playing the game, and they're like, oh, we don't want the poors actually playing this game. They figured us out. Yeah, they're starting to win. We've got to shut it down. (laughs) They're like, shut it down, shut it down. This is the other thing. The media does so much water carrying for, well, who's paying their bills. Follow the money, always follow the money. The media is carrying so much water for the hedge funds. You know, they're like, well, it's for their own good. A lot of people are going to, these poor idiots are going to lose a lot of money. Yeah, let them lose money. Let them make mistakes. I'm so f***ing tired of my government and everybody trying to tell me what is good for me and what to do. You don't know what's good for these people. Maybe they won't lose money. Maybe they'll make $1,000 and that's enough to pay their bill or something. Like, who are you to tell them how to spend and waste their money? You're allowed to set our money on fire if we want to. This is America. So they're saying, oh, this is for their own good. No, no, no. What happened on Thursday was not for your own good. If hedge funds knew that these little poors were going to just set their money on fire and it wasn't going to cost them a penny, they would have let them do so and laughed at their cocktail party in the Hamptons about how dumb all these plebs are for falling for this trap. So don't think for two seconds that this is for your good. It's not. It's bullshit. If they weren't losing money, nobody would care. All I know is that these little Redditors, they they united America in a way that not Biden, not Bernie, not anybody could do. It was beautiful. And if anything can unite Americans... It's money. (laughs) What's great about this is that it's been such a young revolution. Uh It is a revolution. The world is changing. So if you're feeling pessimistic, even if the freshly shined boot comes down on all of this, the world is changing in ways that they cannot stop. These are old towers. They're old systems. They can't keep up with us. It's a young, energetic movement. And actually what's happening in the past week gave me a lot of hope for humanity and for our society. One other thing that drives me insane in my little monologue about this. We were locked up, dying, going broke, losing businesses, and terrified for nine months. And the whole time they were bragging about how great the stock market was doing, showing us that the stock market has nothing to do with the economy at all. There's nothing to do with Main Street. And the the Wall Street has, in fact, been eating Main Street and vampiring on it forever. Who the f*** bets against brick-and-mortar businesses in a pandemic? These greedy, insane, ruthless, dip to work at hedge funds and wear whale belts do. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. You feeling like they're looking down at us and laughing at us is not wrong. They are. 
They absolutely are. They absolutely think they're better than us. They absolutely think that we are just little plebs at the bottom of the pyramid. And even though that might be true, and we are going to laugh at them while we rise up on Reddit, take the world by storm, and watch them lose billions of dollars to a bunch of posters online. And these little rascals, they held. They held until Friday. They made me want to cry. And this is why I'm giving them the BDE award. Those brave little rascals are holding because holding makes them part of something big. It makes them part of something important. There might be spoils of war and they might be the casualty. That is the truth in this situation, which is also why they get the BDE award because they are truly brave. And some of them now do have something to lose. They have made millions of dollars and yet they hold, but they were already doomed. So when you have nothing to lose but the scraps from a rich man's table, well, a man's got to have his pride. And that is why they're still holding. And that is why I will hold with them. And you should too. No matter what happens, it looks like some of those hedge fund bros are going to have to sleep with their wives tonight. I love it because now that you can't blame Trump for everything, it's going to be pretty hard to hide this class war. You can't use him for a scapegoat. It backs a lot of people into a corner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People who proclaim to to care about the little guy but have their bills paid by these hedge funds and billionaires are going to be backed into a nice little corner by the retards on Reddit. And our newly named category (laughs) Old in Chief. That's the winner. We're not sure how long Old in Chief will be with us. <laughs> the category there were so many great names. <laughs> yeah, there were so many great ones. Take a look in all the comments to see them. But this was... It's very on brand. Uh, very we on call brand. them the olds all the time. And, I don't, and I'm always saying I don't want an old in charge. Well, too bad, Bridget. It's Old in Chief. I got an old no matter what. And he's the oldest president too, right? Yep. <sighs> For now. Apparently you have to be 75 to run. all right permanent security fencing going up around the capitol i have only one question is mexico gonna pay for that wall (laughs) well trump finally got his wall (laughs) it's sad though i know it's just stupid it's a stupid response to what happened it is funny how they've used, like, the left has used this to, I'm like, who's to crack really down. the authoritarian <laughs> to This is what we've been saying all along. Uh-huh. We knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have canceled. Canceled. Trump supporters think Fox News is liberal media. <laughs> this was amazing. I love this. A lot of people are talking about Fox News being the, uh, the liberal media right now. What do you think? Uh, kind of heartbreaking to see how they have begun to trickle little by little uh, into the leftist narrative. What's happening on the right is what happened on the left. So on the left, you had this radical extreme left that started to devour the center. It's been happening on the right, but in the wake of Trump losing, there's always this realignment. And the far right has been cannibalizing the center right. And Fox News has been one of the carcasses they've been feasting on. And if Fox News is... Uh, they liberal media we are in big trouble because that means the right is going either even farther right and that's terrifying frankly yeah mm-hmm. 
Alex Jones is going to start looking like a leftist after a little while. <laughs> well, this is exactly what happened on the left. It was like anyone right of Bernie was considered basically right a right wing. Yeah. And now anyone left of Tucker Carlson is, or Alex Jones is like a left wing. It's <sighs> just so it's like complete. We're going to see the completely mirror reflection of what happened on the left in the last four years happen on the right. And it's going to be terrifying. And in journalism. Speaking of Trump. CNN really misses that guy. Oh, God. He's not going to call you CNN. <laughs> they blamed the whole Reddit thing on Trump. There was like, why Trumpism is responsible for what's happening on Wall Street? Uh, yeah, the GameStop so surge. Yeah. yeah. So stupid. They're like, please, please <laughs> get back to us. I said this on Twitter. I said this is... Everyone was like, hooray, we're never going to speak his name again. We can't believe, like, ding dong, the witch is dead. And <laughs> I was like, this is just pink cloud phase. And addiction, when you first get sober and life gets better, you're like, la, la, la. <laughs> this is not my experience. But some people have this experience that all of a sudden things just get so much better. And I was like, ah, just wait for it. In, like, two weeks, they're going to be scratching themselves and suffering bad withdrawal. And sure enough, it wasn't even two weeks. It was one week. They were like, we need him. We need a fix. And then we have Vox reports on a baby sleep expert who donated to Trump. I wrote a parody article about this two years ago, basically saying the exact same thing. But it was satire about how everything gets blamed on Trump or Trump supporters. Now it's just reality has caught up to that. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. The headline is a popular baby sleep expert on Instagram donated to Trump. Where does that leave new parents? <laughs> like, what the f <laughs> I didn't even read the article, but Jesus Christ. No, because you can't you can't encourage them. If you're a journalistic organization and you're serving up clickbait like that, don't expect us to reward your behavior by reading the article if i'm supposed to read the article to get the actual nuanced context that you decided to completely overlook and put in some ridiculous mockable headline i'm not going to encourage you by clicking on that no this is my protest this is my silent protest this is where she holds the line <laughs> hold <laughs> the line capitalism always wins there is an end white supremacy baby blanket for sale on Amazon. Just imagine being that little baby. What a signal, man. What a signal. <sighs> wow. That's like the whitest thing ever. Oh, it's got a one star rating. <laughs> blanket did not end my white supremacy. <laughs> blanket did not end my child's white supremacy. <laughs> my baby is still a white supremacist. <laughs> this is blanket has pictures of the kkk on it like what within the, the bottom white of supremacy there are pictures of kkk members yeah. in in the design of the blanket in the macy of supremacy did richard spencer design this blanket this is just china trying to divide us all by the way it's not gonna work as long as reddit's in charge it's reddit and the rise of the little retards the real heroes are the Redditors for bringing back the word retard. <laughs> That's what really makes them heroes to me. Thank you for making it fashionable to use retard jokingly again, Redditors. Guys, now is the time that I remind you to... 
touch my bells and buttons. Like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. We need to make them tendies. We can't do it alone. Never woke enough. Brentwood School and their commitment to diversity. Oh, yes. The commitment to diversity, which ends in segregating everybody by race. A perfectly (laughs) reasonable solution. Yeah, this is crazy. They're dividing parents and teachers up by race. And they say that you have the option of joining, but who's going to cross the race lines that they've created and go to the all black dads meeting or whatever? Yeah, it's (laughs) so weird. They've got it divided between white faculty and black faculty, white staff and black staff, white parents and black parents. This is very bad. Very, very bad. This is very, very bad. There's nothing good comes of this. What is it called? Is it neo-racism? It's how are we going backwards? You know what we're going to do for a diversity and inclusion? What? Are we going to stop talking about race so much and start talking about the individual? No. We're going to divide everybody up based on immutable characteristics that they have no control over. And everyone's like quiet because they're terrified to push back against it because they're afraid they'll be called racist. Push back against this insanity. Ugh. I want to go to one of these meetings and just be like, excuse me, personal point of privilege? Oh, boy. Where does Sam go, huh? Yeah, She's where just does Sam a poor, go? Poor little Iranian poor little... girl. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody loves me. <laughs> where do the little Persian girls go, huh? <laughs> I like will a little stand outside and sad Persian books. club. <laughs> sad Persian girls. <laughs> sad Persian girls dot com. Please sign up for my newsletter. <laughs> this is Sam's offshoot of the company. This is Sam's. So we have like a, um, what's it called? Well, like, her name is Sammy our- Blasted <laughs> She runs Sad Persian Girls. <laughs> what's it called with a character on a show? A spinoff. This is a spinoff. You're like the madam of Sad Persian Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's gonna be making them tendies. Sam's gonna make way more money than we ever will. Tendies, tendies. Sorry, excuse me, tendies. tendies. Uh, then we have Peta says that using animal names as insults perpetuates speciesism. Oh Jesus, this is bullshit. Peta's batshit crazy, fucking jackasses. <laughs> you should be able to say whatever you want. These people have mice brains. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well done, Virgin. (laughs) Everything is racist. The University of York pulled artwork of the three wise monkeys to avoid racist stereotypes. Um, that's a you problem. <laughs> if you look at monkeys and you think of black people, you might be the racist. <laughs> Maybe you should look into that because I look at monkeys and I see monkeys. <laughs> Call me crazy, but you seem to be the one who's having a problem. See no racism, hear no racism, speak no racism. Moving on to Get Wrecked, Big Tech. Twitter plans to release a feature called Birdwatch, which is a community-driven approach to fact-checking tweets. (laughs) So Twitter wants to hire a bunch of rats, huh? I see what you're up to, Twitter. An army of citizen spies. Just what we need.
this is like spying on your neighbors. Yes. yes. I mean, it's it's hilarious that people who think they're radicals, particularly leftists, are in on board with this. And they're like, let's censor as many people and get in line with the mainstream media and big tech. Like, you're not radical you're you're just a lemming following orders it's crazy mm-hmm. you're towing the line yeah you're just upholding the system you're not burning anything down like those brave little redditors <laughs> get wrecked china china uses anal swabs to test for covid19 Oh, God, there's no joke better than our friend of the show and friend of us, Iowa Hawk, who said this just in. Your only chance for survival is to wear quadruple masks while getting a Chinese anal swab. (laughs) Honestly, there is somebody sitting on a yacht somewhere just chilling the Illuminati or Agenda 2030 or up in Davos in some Swiss mansion. They're just sitting around laughing at us. They're like, I'm bored. How many masks can we get these dumps to wear? And let's see if we can get them to get anally swabbed, too. <laughs> TSA. Maybe in front of everyone. Well, China better buy me dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can post the pictures on sadpersongirl.com. <laughs> Sprained my eyes. Double masking is now a trend, and some are even suggesting wearing up to three. Yeah, this is the thing. How many masks can we get those dumps? to wear i don't know but we lost 15 billion dollars today to some posters on reddit (laughs) what those pores are getting crafty (laughs) no more masks help them in the butt (laughs) dumpster diving this is the only fun i have (laughs) what's next in the dumpster Grimes gives eight-month-old son Aki, ex-ash Aki, whatever, a Viking-inspired haircut. That kid is going to be a drug addict, and I can't wait. <laughs> is it bad when you root for, like, kids to become drug addicts because their names are so dumb? <laughs> You're not rooting for it. You're just calling it. I mean, I'll be a sponsor <laughs> when I'm a stepmom someday. <laughs> gonna marry her nemesis since he's the king of the redditors she knows he's the king of the world this is the richest kid in the world he can't get a decent haircut she's trying to get him to fit in with the pores we're not buying it oh elon musk pretends that he's like one of us you know he's like yeah little redditors i'm with you it's like you're the richest man in the world you're not one of us. What is happening? What is happening? This one's terrifying. <laughs> a mom whose son is too old for cuddles has knit a life-sized version of him so that she can hug it whenever Ugh. she wants. This is a cursed child. If you look at it too long. <laughs> like, okay, we need to open the fucking country up, okay? <laughs> Get back to work. People are knitting their children. <laughs> she might have been in the UK. The UK's even more locked down. Yeah. That that makes a little more sense to me. They like tea cozies and things. That kid it's <laughs> a kid cozy. Co- <laughs> it's a kid that cozy. kid's mummified corpse is wrapped in that shroud. You know that mom knit the shroud around his dead body. Yeah, has anyone seen the kid lately? <laughs> I'm a little worried about this child. How creeped out would you be if you were the kid that came home and your like empty nest mom had sewn a kid cozy, as Sam calls it, of your 
your body uh, and put it in your bed. And she's like, I just missed the hugs. And he's like, oh, my God. I tuck you in every night. My mom is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's a fucking serial killer, I'll tell you that. Wherever that kid is, he's probably murdering hookers. <laughs> or sad mom... Persian girls. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel really bad if, like, the mom ever saw Dumpster Fire. <laughs> and then she would send her child to come murder me. Breaking Bridget. Our elected officials are insane. Oh, God, these women. This is why we shouldn't let women in politics. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in the kitchen. <laughs> If you thought men were annoying, well, I've got another thing coming for you. <laughs> We've got one gun-toting Congress member who's like a crazy person. Now we have another one who believes every conspiracy theory from the fact that Parkland was a false flag to the fact that the fires in California were started by a Jewish space laser which sounds awesome, by the way, <laughs> but is super anti-Semitic and she's a lunatic. If you thought Trump was the worst of your problems in America, well, I have another thing coming for you because there is no bottom. It's only going to get worse. And these chicks are young and they are crazy. <laughs> yeah. And they know what appeals to their audiences. Mm -hmm. They're clickbait. They know they're crazy appeals. That was like when AOC did her whole photo stunt down at the border with the kids and it was really in front of just an empty parking lot. And she was like, <laughs> why the children? <laughs> yeah. And she was like emoting to an empty parking yeah. lot. Yeah. It's like the children. She knows. It was just for the cameras. There were no children politics. there. How do you not know that, like, the full pictures of those, the full scene? It is doesn't matter come out? because if you only consume left wing media, you will never see those pictures. Mm -hmm. You'll never see the pictures of the full of the parking lot. The only reason I see them is because I exist in the space in between. Huh. But if you just are watching CNN, you're only going to see her in front of like what people think are the kids in cages. <laughs> Set them free. <laughs> Break the locks! <laughs> Run free, children! She's wearing all white and like, and just like it's the children. I mean, I, I am worried about these children. I hate separating kids at the border, by the way. But the performative politics, it is the rise of the influencer politician. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. horrible. We're in big trouble. We're in big trouble. The only people who can save us now are shit posters on Reddit. <laughs> the Redditors will save us the rise of the retarded Redditors. So much, so much was glorious this week. In a world where we're investing in stocks to screw the rich, who will invest in me? Call me Patty Cake, cause the way that it is. With the glass ceiling broken, all the oppressed groups shall prosper. Gamers. There was this online reading club that was like, oh, well, not today. We want hedges. They um, went into their bank accounts and then they also went to the market and they were like, uh, bye, bye, bye. You know, I just didn't want to settle for the Pfizer one, you know? No offense. 
Yeah, no, it's been incredibly enabling, actually. I mean, you know, it's not that other vaccines are worse. It's just that this sort of gives your immune system a bit of a better foundation. And, you know, the testing's just a lot more rigorous. Yeah. In one hour, you'll make 15 whole dollars before tax. Okay, Mr. Moneybags, look at you running around above the poverty line. God, there's so many things you can buy with $15. Fetacy News. We had Sarah Talamash on Watkins Welcome. She's hilarious. Follow her. Check her out. She also makes hilarious videos. She's a comedian. Great conversation, like hanging out in a green room with a bunch of comedians. Go to Fetacy.com and join our community. We have a whole community there. You get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire if you go to Fetacy.com a day early. And you also get all kinds of just behind-the-scenes stuff. We've been doing workouts. Just a great community. You can also go to our Patreon for the unedited version. BridgetFetacy.com for merch like this. Dumpster fire mug. We also have silk pillows. I know they they seem unnecessary, but dogs love them. Like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. The most important thing you can do is tell your friends and touch our bells and buttons. Gently touch my subscribe button. Twist my subscribe button <laughs> like you would with an <laughs> and anal ding swab. my bell and ding my b- <laughs> and what I said like you would with an anal swab. <laughs> <laughs> Lick it. Gently twist. Oh. I was like, Sam. <laughs> we are off for the next two weeks. Maybe off for the next two weeks, depending on if my flights get canceled or not. So we'll be back the 22nd. If you are new to all things fetacy, well, you're in luck. There's 46 more episodes that you can catch up on. I suggest starting in number one and binge watching your way forward. <laughs> Because there's a lot of recurring themes. We'll update you in the community section as to what's going on. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for the research. Follow Better Fetacy on Twitter. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the juicy mic. For all things audio, use a small business, Zen Pro Audio. Tell them that we sent you. And also thank you to Sammy Flaps and Folds, the madam of sadpersiangirls.com. <laughs> thank you, Maggie. You can find Sam on everywhere online <laughs> and you can't find maggie anywhere <laughs> except for fetacy.com thank you to our sponsors carter imports and our brains hurt podcast we can't do this without you support the people who support us and also if you're interested in sponsoring us give us a shout at weeklydumpsterfiregmail.com there are links to all of our sponsor stuff in the description below we also have links to all of the places where you can follow me or us and please do that in the event that we get banned for saying retard 50 times and there's also a paypal donation button if you love the show and don't want to subscribe but want to support just throw us some tendies <laughs> i feel like i'm misusing that and everyone in the comments is gonna be like you're an old actually that's it's- okay you're trying I'm I'm trying You're so hard to be lady cool. I just YouTube. love the word tendies. Yeah. And diamond hand. I mean, their terms are just so f***ing great. Anyways, we gotta go. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of January 24th to January 30th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich and hold the line. Ooh.